Have any unexplained crazy ghost stories you'd like to share with us? Well, then write into unexpectedhaunting739 at gmail.com. That's right, unexpectedhaunting739 at gmail.com. Send us in a media file or just write in. As simple as that. We hope to hear from you guys soon and thank you for your continued support. What really happens behind hospitals and institutions when people are brought in for treatment? We're going to have a weird story on a babysitting story and a creepy story about an abandoned town which these people end up getting caught in and they realized they are not alone. Many more for you today on today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings. Stay tuned. So here we are, guys. Um, Get ready for an eye-opening podcast that will have you on the edge of your seat. These stories have been approved by my friends to be told, and now they will be shared with you. Now listen if you dare. What's going on, everyone? Ben Shields here, and you're listening to... That's right, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Unexpected Hauntings. Um, this is going to be episode six, and we're so excited and happy to have you on here and listening to us, um, all you faithful listeners out there. And uh, we've got a interesting story, hospital story for you, and um, it's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be... Um, really a scary story per se but it's going to have a good meaning behind it and um we're just excited to show you a little bit of a different side of this podcast if you will um and um but yeah um i guess putting that aside i hope that everyone is doing well outside and um i don't know about you guys but it's clearing up it's um today it's may 17th um, so I'm just going to just say the date, May 17th, um, things are starting to get a little bit better over here. I don't know about wherever, um, everyone else is, but, um, everything, the COVID virus and everything is starting to slow down a little bit. Um, things are starting to open up, but just, uh, continue to be safe out there. Um, I was surprised when I went out today to see a lot of people, um, a lot of people just out, like I live at the lake, so a lot of people out at the lake drove up to the mountains. There's a lot of people up there. So just be safe and be cautious um, with how many people you hang out with um, and keep that six foot distance if you can because we want this thing to be gone as fast as possible. And we want to keep you guys safe as possible as well. Um, But, um, yeah, we're really excited about this episode. um, But we're going to be doing a babysitting story and... What's that? Abandoned town story. Um, So that would be cool. Uh, Also wanted to bring up, follow us, and subscribe. (laughs) Uh, don't follow us. You can't follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. There we go. Subscribe to our Apple Podcast and Spotify. We'd love to have you guys a part of the team. Um, 
and write us a review on there as well. See what we can do differently with this podcast episode. I've been getting different feedback from different people about what things to change and what not to change, which is great. I always love to hear some feedback. And um, yeah, definitely write us a review. We would love to hear from you guys for sure. Well, without further ado, we're going to go into the first story. And the first story is actually going to be the babysitting story. So sit back and relax. Have a nice cold one if you want, or just um, a coffee if you want, um, and enjoy the story. This is the babysitting story. This was a very true story. I'm 16 and a girl, and in my hometown there's a lot of old houses from the 1800s, but mainly there are new houses. I just happened to get a babysitting gig with another girl because their kids were hard to take care of. Now I wasn't very familiar with babysitting, seeing as I've only taken care of my cousin from time to time. Anyways, I went to the house after picking up the girl who was helping me with the kids. And let me just say, this house looked like a murder house from the 1800s, but I shook off the feeling and went in and met the parents. Also, the girl and I were working from 4 to 11 p.m., and also Halloween was next week, so this just makes it even more crazy. The kids and I got along great, and I could keep their names straight, unlike the other girl. She did nothing but play on her phone, and she didn't help with the kids. Things were fine until 9.30 came around. I had put down one of the kids, and the girl put down another. We had one kid left, and he was old enough to go to bed on his own. Once all of them went to bed, some shit happened, and we still can't explain how these things happened. The first thing that happened was, it was the intercom that was in the parents office and basement static and weird moans came from it and the basement had footsteps running up around and moving plastic bags I heard a grown man's laugh where the kids were at and I bolted up the stairs as fast as I could as a motherly instinct to protect them when I got up there they were all fine and they had a guard dog to protect them upstairs but you never know what can happen Things just got even weirder. Those things kept happening, and the girl I was with hid in the bathroom and was no help. So I got another dog guard since I wasn't down the stairs a lot due to my runs to make sure the kids were safe. Big mistake. That dog was evil. It bit me and the girl and the kids as well, which is why it was left outside. But I had to do something to protect the girl, even if I disliked her. I still didn't want her to die. The parents came home at 11 p.m. and we told them everything, and while the dad went to the basement and saw the intercom was turned on and the girl's food bag, which I saw her throw it away, was down there. Which I was freaking creepy as hell. I wasn't scared because somehow I have always been fearless. But I'm still trying to figure out why the hell those things happened. I'm looking into seeing if there is anyone murdered at that house. We have a lot of haunted places where I live, and I decided to post my story of paranormal activity, which I don't believe, but it was just too weird to be human. Wow. That is crazy. So that is um, the babysitting story that we just got in. 
Um, and uh, that is crazy. So um, looks like the other babysitter didn't do shit. She just uh, played on her phone and um, didn't even help when she even heard the sound. She just hid. Um, so that's pretty wild, pretty crazy stuff. Um, let us know what you'd do in that situation. I'm just curious. Um, I mean, damn, just knowing me, if I was babysitting, um, which I've done before, I've done a couple of times, um, I would definitely have run up there to make sure the kids were okay. That's my first instinct. Um, make sure the kids are all right, because not only are you in charge of protecting the kids, that's what you're getting paid for, um, but, you know, the kids' safety, too. Kids' safety has to definitely be a priority when you're babysitting. And uh, also, you'll pay for it <laughs> when the parents come home and you have a dead corpse um, or some dead kids. Um, and then they're going to say, what the fuck? You know? Um, so I think that that is a perfect, um, perfect way of taking care of kids. Make sure that, that you take them as a first priority like she did. She did a great job with that. Um, and the moaning and all that shit. I don't know what happened with that, but that is insane. If I heard some moaning or anything going through an intercom, I believe I would probably cut the cord or something. Uh, <laughs> um, figure out where it's coming from and figure out the background of that house, which it looks like she's going to do. Um, so wow, creepy ass story, if you tell me. But anyways, guys, um, write in to unexpectedhaunting739 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories um, and love to hear what you have, uh, if you have anything related to this story that might have happened to you that's some, somewhat similar. Um, alrighty, guys. Well, uh, I guess we're going to go into our second story, The Abandoned Town. I was 16 at the time of this event. My close friend Shala and I were driving back from visiting my distant family in West Michigan. Back then I resided in Portsmouth, Virginia. It was 11 p.m. out and we were the only drivers on this road. Mind you, I have never taken this way before as I wanted to skip the tall roads this time. Shala and I were so busy in conversation that we hadn't noticed coming upon an abandoned town somewhere in Pennsylvania. As we finally caught hold of our surroundings, I had a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. My friend caught on as she asked me if I was alright. Yeah, I'm okay. This town is pretty creepy though, I replied. I wasn't lying. There was things such as old houses with boarded up windows and closed town, town stores. Even cars and trucks were left abandoned. It honestly looked like a scene off of a horror movie. My friend and I stay silent. You could feel the drastic change in the air. It felt sinister. A couple of minutes of silence pass and my cart starts to shake. I realize that we're running out of gas and I totally forgot to stop miles back in a different town. Fuck! I yell, pulling over in front of yet another abandoned house. What a great place to break down at, she laughs nervously. I nod, agreeing with her sarcastic comment. I take my phone out to call roadside assistance, 
that my parents programmed in my phone. I didn't have call reception, so I just got out of the car and Shala followed. Now this is where things start to get really weird and scary. I'm completely focused on getting reception that I didn't realize that Shala was staring completely ahead looking terrified. She whispers my name before pulling on my shirt. She points ahead. There's a man standing about 10 feet from us. I follow her gaze and she was right. There was a man about 6'2 standing there in front of my car headlights. How can anyone be there? This place is a dead town. I don't breathe or speak. My heart's in my stomach, but finally Shala speaks up. Do you need something? She calls out, right when he tilts his hat and smiles, wildly scaring us even more. At this point, I'm so terrified, I can't even move. He just stares at us, smiling. My dad's a cop, you freak! Shala yells. What a big mistake on our part. His expression turns to anger and he starts to move towards us very fast. Our adrenaline kicks in and we run into my car and lock the door. We look up and the man's gone. I was breathing so heavily I was, it was distracting me from the sound under the car. He was underneath my car. Shala is screaming, tears flowing down her cheeks. I was trying to stay calm, praying to God for my phone to get service. Finally, I get two bars. I call the cops and alert them about what's happening. They respond with, they'd be here in 20 minutes. By the time the phone call ends, the sound stopped. I was still on high alert, scared out of my mind. I'm hugged up against Shala, us both crying. Her face goes emotionless as she looks behind me at the back window. My heart tells me not to look, but I can't help it. I, look, I wish I hadn't. That man and four others, two other men and two women, my heart dropped yet again. They all smiled. I realized they had bats and something else in their hands, but I start to hear police sirens and a sigh of relief comes across me. Shala and I look into the front and see the cop car pulling up. I've never been so happy to see a police officer by the time we walked to my walked to my car, the police had disappeared. I was so shaken up I couldn't even explain to the cops what had happened. Shala did that for me. They offered to get gas, but instead I begged them to bring us to a hotel in a very populated area and call my parents to get us. To this day, the cops never found those people or where they could have possibly came from. My guess was that they reside in one of the abandoned buildings. I hope they block this town off someday. I never ever took the back ways again. Damn. So that was uh, the abandoned town story. Um, great, great ride in right there. Um, if you guys ever... Um, <laughs> I know this probably doesn't relate to um, the story that well, but if you guys ever used Apple um, Maps or Google Maps and they take you through the back roads um, to like through some like abandoned neighborhood or abandoned houses or something like that, that's just um, that that really reminded me of that. I think um, not to the extent that any I saw anyone, I didn't see anyone. I mean, hell, if I did, I would have floored it. Um, 
but damn, that is crazy. So, um, it sounds like her friend was more gutsy than her, though, in the story, for sure. And, you know, I'm not just saying she wasn't gutsy either. Both of them were. But I'm just saying, um, basically, it sounds like the main character, she had more of a scare paralysis, per se, um, and not doing much because you're scared as shit, you know, um, it's a scare paralysis. You can't do anything. Um, and so they did the right thing, called the police. Police came over and, uh, they disappeared. So, um, you know, who are you going to call? Instead of, instead of Ghostbusters, they're going to call the police. <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, that goes with every situation. If anything's messed up or going on, that's um, really creeping you the fuck out, pretty much. Um, then call the police. You know, they'll be there and uh, possibly scare it away. And that's what happened in this story. Um, so, yeah, if you guys have any uh, crazy stories like this that you've seen, um, just write in. Write into us or send us a media file. Um, that would be great. But as further further ado, we're going to go into the last story, the hospital experience. And um, this is actually a story of a background kind of story of what happens in the hospitals. Um, and this writer, she's going to tell us a couple of stories of her friends. And they're not, she's not going to give, of course, their actual names. Um, for privacy reasons, but um, I just thought it was pretty interesting just to show uh, what people go through with mental illness in these um, in these places and uh, how they get their treatments. Um, thought it was pretty interesting. But without further ado, the hospital experience. past couple of years I've been battling with mental illness and as a result I did a lot of self-harm and got to the point where I swallowed pills and tried to kill myself a couple of times but this is irrelevant. Due to a couple of times I overdosed my parents brought me to the hospital where after being tortured with lots of IVs and medical attention for a couple of days I was sent to what was basically called a mental institution. For the record, this was nothing like you see in the movies, but some of the stories I've heard from other teenagers that were in there were. Before I start, I want to remind everyone that these are not any of my stories, and I'm retelling what was talked about when we had group therapy, and what they said during the times we had breaks. Names and details have been changed for privacy. Sorry if there's any grammar errors. I'm a terrible writer. Well, it's okay. I'm a terrible reader. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, this story, this first story, the name I will use is Emma. Emma was quite unique and was super sweet. She was the first person to introduce themselves to me after I was institutionalized for the first time. At first glance, she seemed like she didn't have a care in the world and didn't belong in this place. This was not the case, though. Emma revealed that there were two voices in her head. These voices would argue non-stop and would drive her insane. 
They would force her to make decisions and she did not want to make. Sleeping was the impossible due to how loud the two of them were. She told me that one of the voices was her friend who had killed himself previously. These voices would also tell her evil things such as to self-harm, kill herself, kill other people, and so on. When she put on medication to stop them, it only made them more angry and made everything worse. They would tell her things like she wasn't worth it, no one loves her, and she would just die. It was horrible, and hearing the things the doctors would tell her to do to cope made me want to cry for her. Doctors can be fucking assholes, especially doctors that work with mental illness. Please never try to put yourselves in one of these mental facilities. They are horrible and it's not a game. These things are very real, but hey, Emma told me the voices in her head were like her voice voices in her head liked me. <laughs> That's not funny, I'm sorry. I said I'd share a lot of stories, but I'm writing this. I feel guilty for posting their stories. If people enjoy this, I'd consider sharing more for you. I'll only share one more. This one was very scary. I called this girl Callie. Callie was very hard ass at first glance and honestly for the first day I was scared of her even though she was a skinny blonde haired girl. But her story gives her an excuse to be scary. Apparently what went down was in her home with her mother, father, and little brother. An armed man broke in and ended up murdering both of her parents right in front of her and her little brother's eyes. She was forced to stay with her aunt, grandmother, and other family members who always seemed to neglect her because no one wanted to deal with such a messed up child. When she was living with her uncle, he physically and sexually abused her for Callie to be able to trust anyone was impossible. Her pastor ended up stepping in and starting to help take care of her. I'm pretty sure when I met her she was living with her grandmother, but that was a year and a half ago. This experience was life changing for me because I've never heard of being exposed to such evils in life. It opened my, up my eyes and changed me. I am so much more of an accepting person now and it taught me to never judge a person you don't know anything that is going on in their life. I'm sharing this because these stories were interesting and I thought people would enjoy hearing it. I also wanted to share this to say mental illness is very real and not a joke. If this gets shared, I'd like to thank Unit 522 for narrating it. If you're not subscribed to him, you really should. If anyone found this interesting, please let me know. I'd be, I would consider sharing more stories. I have many more stories as bad or even worse. Thank you so much if you listen to all of this. Wow. What a great um, and sad uh, couple of stories of her inmates at her institution. Um... So, of course, um, we see a lot of patients that do come in with PTSD, stuff like that. Of course, mental illness, it can be more than just PTSD. Um, of 
course, I don't know anything about that. I've never had it, so I'm not going to probably elaborate on it. Um, I know a lot of people really hate it when you um, really elaborate on things that you can't um, can't understand or you can't talk about because you've never been through those. Um, but anyways, thank you for writing in. Um, that was some really hard stuff to hear, really, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of crazy shit that people go through. And uh, that's just, uh, just showing some, uh, some light on all of that stuff. Um, the good and, in this case, the bad. Um, and I like to share, too, that on this podcast, we don't just share ghost stories. We also share stories like this where we have a write-in um, about awareness, really, of uh, mental institutions and hospitals and stuff like that. We want to get the word out um, to all you folks that have been through all this. Um, that you're not alone, of course, as this person just wrote, she's going through it as well. Um, but, um, thank you definitely for that write-in. Um, it's always interesting to hear what's going on on the other end. And of course, back then, you know, she said in the story, it's not like a horror movie or anything. Cause when you think of institutions or, um, mental illness hospitals, you think of like electric shock therapy and all that shit. Um, which of course is not the case today and it's not that intense today, but there's still a lot of crazy stuff that I'm sure people can get away with, um, in these types of institutions. But, um, anyways, guys, I think that's going to wrap up tonight's episode of unexpected hauntings. Ben here and thank you for tuning in. Hope you have a great day.